Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, March 14th. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we are super excited this evening about being with you and to be able to share love and wisdom with the desire to uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower you to live a more peace-filled, joyful, and loving life. To receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or simply by Googling Blog Talk Radio, A Date with Destiny. Also, follow us on Twitter at least. L-Y-S-E-101. That's L-Y-S-E-101. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. Tonight's topic is the greatest love of all, Hashtag, it's all about the love. Love is the theme for this whole year. And we will focus on how to be more loving and how to live a happier, peaceful, and joy-filled life by putting the focus where it truly belongs, and that is on self. In order to have any and all of those things, we must first learn how to love ourselves, be more loving to ourselves, which then leads to us being able to truly love others and, more importantly, attracting unconditional love to us. So joining us tonight is a wonderful, wonderful panel of women that I love and adore who will give their input and wisdom to this very important subject. We have with us Angel Kangalee, who is no stranger to uh, A Date with Destiny. Angel is a healer and a Reiki practitioner who also is the founder of and CEO of her nonprofit, Angels in Disguises Foundation Incorporated, which is a nonprofit organization that specializes in making a difference in the lives of women and children suffering from HIV AIDS in Africa by raising money to improve health care and quality of life. Hello, Angel. How are you? I'm great, Lisa. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Welcome back to A Date with Destiny. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. I love being here. Yay. <laughs> next we have next we have Miss Sylvia Bailey. Uh, Sylvia studied fine arts at Peabody Institute with a concentration in ballet and music. She loves to sing and is a member of a popular local gospel choir who has several recordings and travels all over the world. Sylvia is an invaluable board member of Angels in Disguises Foundation Incorporated. She is also a healer and a Kundalini Kundalini Reiki practitioner and loves to share her gifts to help assist people in their everyday lives. So we, A Date with Destiny, would now like to welcome Miss Sylvia Bailey. Hi, Sylvia. 
Fine. How are you? I'm wonderful, darling. And how are you? Great. Glad to be here. Good. We're glad to have you. So sit tight while I introduce our next guest. We also have joining with us this evening Miss Tanya Holland, who is a Baltimore native and an educator. Tanya has been teaching and mentoring young people all over the state of Maryland. Through her love and passion for young African-American male students, she became involved with the Omega Sci-Fi Mentoring Program in which she coordinates various activities that enhance and promote academic excellence, social development, self-esteem, and personal responsibility. Tanya also sits on the board of Angels in Disguises Foundation, Inc., where her service and dedication has been an integral part of the company. So, A Date with Destiny would now like to welcome Miss Tanya Holland. Hey, Tanya. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. For some reason, I'm getting a little bit of feedback from somewhere. I don't know if you guys are next to a radio or whatever, or a television, but if you could just kind of turn it down or just, you know, move away from it a little bit, and that would uh, stop the feedback. Thank you so much. So, ladies, I am so happy to have you share with us this evening. I believe this show is going to be very empowering and helping to assist and promote healing in an area that is very much in dire need of repair, which is ourselves, (laughs) loving ourselves. This is an area that I believe that needs to be discussed and nurtured on a daily basis. This year, the show will focus on self-love as well as all of my workshops that also promotes healing and forgiveness, which is where it starts. It starts with self. It starts with love. The perfect guide to understanding the true meaning of love can be found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, which states, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. So let's start there and walk through this passage, starting with love is patient. How often are we patient with ourselves? That's a good question. So let's, let me just pick somebody. Uh, let's start off with you, Angel. <laughs> How often are we patient with ourselves? Not very often. Um, I find that we probably have more patience um, sometimes with, you know, more so with our loved ones versus ourselves. And the reason is I think sometimes we set high expectations and when we don't meet them, we beat ourselves up. You know, we feel like, okay, I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? The woe is me thing. Instead of just kind of encouraging ourselves, just like how we would, you know, the friend, the family member, when something doesn't work out in their favor, they're feeling bad, and you know how we just love on them. But mm-hmm. uh, we get to really love on ourselves and encourage ourselves and say, guess what? Okay, it didn't work out this time. Tomorrow's another day, you know? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. What, 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 what about you, Tanya? Well, I agree with what um, Angel said. However, I also agree with, I think it depends upon you as a person. Um, Mm -hmm. I know for myself, like, I'm patient with myself um, just because Mm -hmm. that's who I am. That's my makeup. That's my characteristic of me being, um, you know, that's just one of my traits, being patient. I think for other people, like Angel said, you know, I encounter a lot of people who aren't patient with themselves. They want things to happen right then, right Mm. now, in the right now moment, Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. doesn't happen. And when that doesn't happen, people naturally, they get upset or, you know, like she said, it's like, oh, what was me? You know, they get into, like, another state, another um, being um, as far as, like, state of mind. Um, So Mm -hmm. I just kind of really think it depends on who you are as a person. 
Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, you know, they've been saying, using this terminology now for a few years, the microwave generation. And mm-hmm. I believe that that's where we are because the younger generation, especially the younger generation, I mean, they don't, what do they have to wait for? Everything is like right there at their fingertips. You know, information is at their fingertips. You know, you can put food in the microwave and click a button. You can do this, you can do that. And everything is like boom, boom, boom. So trying to be patient with ourselves can be quite challenging because, you know, that's something that you have to learn. You know what I mean? So, Sylvia, what do you think? Well, I think with me, I am patient with myself somewhat. When I'm impatient, I have to remember, you have to wait on the Lord. He has all the time in the world. His time is not our time. That being said, we have to wait on what he has for us. A lot of people in the field that I'm in, of the fields that I work in, um, it's about instant gratification. And I've always remembered things that are worth having are certainly worth waiting for. So when I'm in a hurry, when I'm in a hurry to have something done, I have to remember, I have to wait to see what the Lord says. Do you wait and go ahead and do it the wrong way, or do you wait for divine timing to help you with that? So just remember that I think we'll be a little bit better off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is so right. And, you know, um, they, he's always giving us signs um, when we find ourselves not being um, patient with ourselves. And one of the signs for me is, like, when I'm in the car and I'm, like, you know, anxious to get someplace, and no matter where I turn, there's always a car that pops out in front of me and does, like, five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when that happens, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. And I mean, I'm look, serious. It's like, you know, I could be driving 10 miles, you know, and I'm going, I'm going, and all of a sudden a car will pop out, and I'm like, are you serious? And they go, and I can't get around them, so I have no choice but to slow down. And then that car might veer off. I'm like, good, you know, now, now I can go. And then I'm going again, and then here comes another car. And so I said, okay, Lord, okay. And you know what? A lot of times when that happens, like say maybe 15 or 20 more minutes down the road, there was an accident. Mm-hmm. And if I had, you know, and I believe that if I had not slowed down, if the cars hadn't gotten in my way, which I called it, you know, my little angels, that could have been me. Right. Exactly. So that's just a sign to me where patience is like we're always getting signs to slow down, but do we pay attention to those signs? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Um, the next one is, yeah, the next one is uh, love does not envy. Okay, so let's let's talk about that one a little bit. Um, you know, envy is one of those emotions, negative emotions, that can get us into a lot of trouble. You know, we're always mm-hmm. looking at what somebody else has, what somebody else is doing, um, and feeling as though, you know, well, why don't I have that? Why aren't I further ahead or further along than, you know, why can't I be? Why can't, you know, me, me, me? So let's talk about that a little bit. And, and of course, you know, envy, um, that's not a very loving emotion either. So let's just throw that out there for anybody that wants to jump in. Well, envy is very common. Let me go first this time. Maybe I can shed a little (laughs) light on on the envy that I'm Mm -hmm. around every day. Envy is Mm -hmm. a very common, um, common way of thinking for some people. And Mm -hmm. to me... Envy is not of God. You, mm-hmm. you understand. Envy is green. It's an ugly color of green. And I always think about what God has for you is for you. There's nobody else on this earth like you that can right. do things the same way you do. So why waste your time on something that negative? Right. I agree. So it's a useless. It's, it's, it's just a useless emotion. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And I don't even know if sometimes people even realize that they're being envious. You know, because I think sometimes what happens is we don't really pay attention um, to things like that. And, you know, and it, it hits us and we don't even recognize, like, whoa, wait a minute, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. You know, Angel? Yeah, um, I I I I wholeheartedly agree with what um, um, Sylvia said, um, and I think sometimes I think when people and I think 
what makes envy, I guess, even say worse today in our times is because you're so flooded all day long with all of these images. Yeah. Of what you should have to be happy according to what society says. So, right. you know, then that also adds to, <laughs> you know, people under pressure thinking they have to meet a certain standard, meet standards according to their peers, their colleagues, you know, friends, family, just keep this, this social status. So, of course, when they're seeing someone, and it could be in their circle, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're envious because, well, you know what? They're not better than me, but why are they more successful at their job? Why do they get to have the, the spouse and the children and this wonderful family life? And why, why, why is that me? Right. And, and it goes right back to Sylvia said, you know, everybody's path is different. And I, and I think yeah. the key is, the key that will help to eliminate, you know, envy and, and, and covetedness is when you realize what your purpose is, you know, and 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 also know that material things and social status and social economic class and all these things that society says defines a person, it's an illusion and a lie. And once you know that, then and and and, and you know that you're being the best person that you can be and you care yeah. and you feel like you're putting on this earth to serve in whatever capacity that you're gifted and purpose and destiny to serve, then yeah. I believe that will eliminate all of this <laughs> this envy and covenant yeah. of things that you think mm-hmm. would make you happy. Yeah. But in the end yeah. in the long run it don't. Because let's face it, you know, it's like it goes back to the old saying, you know, things always look, you know, greener. <laughs> the yeah. not always green on the side, mm-hmm. but when you on the outside and you you're looking into a situation, you feel like, wow, they got it made. But you yeah. don't know. You don't know yeah. what's going on, and you don't know what price they had to pay the cost. And even yeah. the price and the cost that they're paying to sustain. And, and, and who's to say that they're happy and, and this is, you know, this is what they're supposed to be doing. So Exactly. Um, yeah, so I think you have to know, you have to know who you are. And you have yeah. to be happy with who you are and love who you mm-hmm. are and not get caught up in the illusion of what society dictates and tells you yes. what you should have, how you mm-hmm. should have it, when you should have it, and where yes. you should have it. Mm-hmm. That's so right. That's so right. And, you know, Angel, um, you you know, that is very profound right there because a lot of people, what I see on a day-to-day basis is that, especially with women, you know, we as women, you know, we are the caregivers. We are the nurturers. You know, we life comes through us. So, you know, when and sometimes in, 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 in my book, I wrote in the beginning of the book where I truly believe that it all starts, you know, of course, when we're younger, the way we were taught, the way we were raised. And if you were raised in a household where your mom was, you know, insecure or vulnerable, you know, we, we tend to like watch that because that's all we have as an example to go by. You know, so right. then it starts there. It starts at home. So if you're not, if your inner self is not being nurtured from an early age, then you don't have anything else to go by. You know, if if, if people aren't around you to teach you about loving yourself, you know, about that you're worthy to be loved and giving you a ground, a center, some type of spiritual center, teaching you that there is something out here greater than yourself first. And teaching Mm -hmm. you that that thing that is greater than yourself that we call God, Mm -hmm. some people call the source, the greater, you know, the great I am, whatever name that you want to give it, there is something out there that's greater than all of us that we, where we came from that loves us unconditionally, but we don't love ourselves unconditionally. We always are looking outside of ourselves at what other people are doing. So I think uh-huh. that's why this topic is so important. Um, and we have a guest caller that's been patiently waiting on the line. Um, and I, I want you to know that I still recognize and acknowledge you, and we're going to bring you in shortly. Um, her name is Catherine, and we want to you know, bring her in to see what questions she may have and what she would like to add to this conversation. So, Catherine, sit tight. I'll be with you shortly. Um, but, Tanya... Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that in order to truly love, and this is also in, you know, what God says to us, in order to truly love, you have to practice forgiveness, right? 
And the yeah. person that we need to forgive first and foremost is ourselves. Ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're not forgiving to, if you're not being forgiving to yourself, how in the world are we going to be able to forgive anybody else? Right, exactly. I think that's um, very important imperative that, you know, people know that they have to, the forgiveness start there because if you don't forgive yourself and how can you, like you said, forgive other people? Um, right. And that aspect of forgiveness, you know, people walk around with an unforgiving heart. That's mm-hmm. a lot of baggage that they carry. And once you carry that, mm-hmm. um, that baggage, you go into relationships with yes. baggage. And you can't mm-hmm. forgive because you can't forgive, you take that baggage, you go to somebody else, you, and whether it's um, friendships or whether it's a male relationship, whatever, you, you parent relationship. So if you cannot forgive yourself, mm-hmm. forgive that person, all you're doing every time you go from person to person, you're just collecting baggage along the way. And yes. that harbors and that festers. And if you don't yes. get rid of it, it makes you... Um, a person, an undesirable person, you know, because you can't get rid of that baggage and you can't get rid of that unforgiveness. And you just have to release. You have to release all of the baggage, all of the unforgiveness that people have done for you. Fill yourself up with love. And once you fill yourself Mm -hmm. up with love, you will radiate that and that will go into your next relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that's that's also um, very profound too. Um, and the forgiveness part is is something that you know one the workshops that we do, um, and it you know for it forgiveness to me is the the key to loving or to being loving to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you said something important because you know forgiveness and love. If you don't, if you're not loving yourself. Right, and I know a lot of women, you know, that are listening and tuning in because they've been writing in, you know, ever since I've, you know, posted about the show, you know, about their relationships, and they're always wondering how come I attract the same type of man to me. I'm not not happy, and I'm getting tired of the same old same old. And then, you know, the first thing I ask them is, well, you know, where are you? What are you doing? You know, to make yourself better. You know, what's what's going on with you? What's going on with your inside? Because if you don't love yourself, how in the world are you going to love anybody else? Right, exactly. And I also think that... I also think that it has a, um, like, when you know how to ground yourself, when you know how to meditate, when you know that you're not right, you need Mm -hmm. to take time out for yourself, focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have that relationship with God or, you know, like you said, some people call him the higher being or whatever you Mm -hmm. may call call him, per se, but, you know, Mm -hmm. in my relationship, when I know that I'm not... um, when things aren't right, when things aren't grounded with me, I know that I have to learn how to, God says, be still and know that I'm God. And I know that I need to just be still. I need to learn how to listen. I need to learn how to focus. I need to meditate. First and foremost, I need to do that. I need to, like, go into prayer. There are some things that, you know, like I know that I need to do in order to get back on track because when I'm off-centered, everything around me is unbalanced. So when I go Mm -hmm. to work, I know that that's, you know, it's not balanced there. When I come home, when I, you know, like, um, you know, in my relationships with different people, I know when it's off-balanced. But I know that that starts with me. I know that I need right. to get me together before I right. can venture out and be helpful and assist other people and, you know, um, just be the, the the person that I am. So I know exactly. that I need to focus and, and just be grounded. But a lot of people don't yeah. take that time. They just keep going and going and going and yeah. going, you know. Yeah. And they don't take yeah. the time out just to say, you know what, I need to be still. I need to go to somewhere and sit down. I need to get yeah. me together. First, yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Uh, Sylvia, do you have anything that you want to add to that? Um, no, I think everybody's touched bases. It's, it's all about centering yourself, taking care of yourself mm-hmm. first, cleansing yourself first before you're mm-hmm. able to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. And you know, one of the other um, points in um, this scripture is it says, "Love is not proud; it does not boast, and it does not dishonor others." 
You know, that exactly. it does not dishonor mm-hmm. others. That right there, woo! Mm-hmm. Because you know, my often, thing is, yeah, go ahead. Oh, quite often I notice that people, a lot of people will put you down to make themselves mm-hmm. look good. But if you look mm-hmm. through that screen glass, you'll mm-hmm. see that, you know, oh, this person is doing that because they want to make themselves look good, when in fact, they're not looking good at all. And there you go, right. the green envy again. Put yeah. all ties mm-hmm. in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And, you know, it's it's it, there's something just hit me just now when you said that. Um, and I think I said this, you know, before in one of our little get-togethers or whatever, because it just really kind of blows my mind how, you know, we are women, um, you know, um, most of us have children or mentor children and, you know, have nieces and nephews that we've helped to grow and so on and so forth. But yet, as women, we still find ourselves stuck. You know, we find ourselves stuck at a place where we do, you know, have some of these issues within us. And it's a wonder, and, you know, it's amazing how we're able to raise our children or to even be in a loving relationship, be in a marriage or or what. But so I'm like, wow, you know, you think that once you get you get out of high school, you get out of college, you know, you're grown now, you know, you should have it all together, right? <laughs> but we don't. Well. So many of us are suffering. Mm-hmm. We're suffering because I don't think we recognize that, you know, and we're hurting. And I don't even think we recognize truly why we're hurting because we're always looking around and pointing the finger at the Yep. You know, um, so before we go on to another one, I want to bring in our guest caller because, like I said, she's been sitting here waiting so patiently. And um, we're going to now welcome Miss Catherine uh, to the show. And let's see what Miss Catherine has to say. Uh, let me bring her in. Hi, Catherine. Are you still there? Hi, yes, yes. And thank you. It's a beautiful show. Thank you. You're so welcome, Catherine. Welcome to A Date with Destiny. Did you have a question for us? Um, yes. Um, I was wondering, I had um, a instinct to contact someone regarding work, and I was wondering if um, you think it is a destiny if it's a yes of us working together. Okay, now say this again. Um, I had an, an instinct to call somebody for work. I'd like to work uh, with somebody, and I'd like to reach out to him. So I was wondering if you're feeling it is um, destiny, that kind of, you know, intuition that, that drove me to this person. So, uh, okay. Okay, Sylvia, would you like sense. to take that one? Um, What question is it? Would you repeat it again, please? She Should says I she has a... Um, go ahead. Okay. I'd like to work with somebody um, who's in a shoulder AB, and um, I have this project. I have two, actually, one that starts with an I and one that starts with a D. And I was wondering if it is destiny, if it is my intuition, if he'll say yes to working on either one of these projects with me. Well, the one with the eye is going to be the better one. You can work with both of them. It all depends on the one that you feel closest to. Now, I'm getting the one with the eye. It's going to be absolutely mm-hmm. fabulous. You can do the one with the V, but it won't be as fulfilling as the one with the eye. Wow. Is that Thank the one you like? Yeah, I, I like them both, but um, the one with the eye kind of nurtured more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's go with one. that one. And you, and you can do them both, but, you know, the eye is the one that's going to really, really be more fulfilling for you. Um, wonderful. And and you think that he would he would come on come on board? Sure. Um, okay. He'll come on board. <laughs> he will, All right, we'll say- Let me tell you a little secret about worrying. If you worry, you make it it's harder for him to come to you. So don't worry. Throw it out there and leave it alone. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you for listening in. And I'm not going to hang up on you. I'm going to leave it up to you. So I'm just going to um, mute your mic and you can still listen in if you'd like, okay? Yes, I'd like to. Thank you all so very much. Thank you. Thank well, you. You're welcome. Thank Have you, Catherine. Thank you, Boston. Thank you. <laughs> 
Okay, we want to thank our caller for calling in. And, you know, that's another thing, and I'm glad that she called in with her question because, Sylvia, you know, that you, um, you know, you have a gift. Um, you have a gift of sight and a gift of insight. And um, one of the things that's so important is that we have to learn how to start trusting our our instincts, right? Right, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And um, a lot of times we already know the answer to a lot of the questions. But here's the thing. So, you know, the key to a lot of things is, number one, prayer, okay? Prayer Mm -hmm. is the asking. You know, we always take everything. We lift everything up. We just put it out there. You know, we ask. You know, it's like tell, tell, tell God, tell the universe what you want. And then meditation. You have to be still in order to receive the answer. That's what meditation is all about. Your gut, your gut, your instinct, that still small voice will always let you know what you need to know. Always. It never, ever, ever fails. Yeah. So let's move move on with um, keeps no records of wrong. Love keeps no records of wrong. Woo! But I know we women do, don't we? (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, girl, can we can we hold on to the record or what? <laughs> goes in the vault uh, and it never and yeah. it never ever 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 goes away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I mean to tell you now, we will hold on to that thing where men, you know, men they say what they want to say and they keep it moving. You Let know, and then like three, three or four months or a year later, you know, we'll put it on a back burner. We'll pull that thing out in a second, won't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, ladies, um, we need to stop that. Okay. We need to learn how to let stuff go. You know, let it go. You know, once you mm-hmm. discuss it, say that again. Keep me in your prayers. We're going to pray for you, boo We're going to pray for you But, um, yeah, that's that's a tough one That's that's one that's very, very challenging um, Learning how to just let stuff go But you know what? Let me tell you why Go ahead no, I was. I think it's easier said than done for some people, you know. And I, I think it depends on who you are as a person. I think yeah. that you know, like for for Sylvia, because we know her, that might be a hard thing for her to let go. And yeah. Angel, because we know her, like she can hold on to something. <laughs> but for me, I I might keep it for a little bit, but I can let yeah. it go. Like I can, yeah. you know, eventually I'll let it go, and I, it doesn't like fester with me. And I'm like, okay, I can wash my hands. I'm done with that. I can move on. But I think right. it depends on how you are and where you are as a person. Because some yeah. people, that's one of the things that they really need to work on. You know, yeah. everybody has yeah. something that they need to work on. And yeah. That might be the one thing, because women, like you said, we innately, we just mm-hmm. naturally, when somebody hurt us, mm-hmm. when someone does something to us, oh, we mm-hmm. keep it in our little treasure box. And, yeah, you know, we pull it out just at the right moment. Oh, he forgot yeah. this. Let me just go back <laughs> to this, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, because, you know, we have a memory almost like an elephant because we just can remember things whereas men that's what we because that's what we do you know yeah. so um it's just that that is a hard one i just just yeah. think it depends on who you are you know so yep. i think it i think it's hard if i can add something too i think mm-hmm. it's hard for women especially and i think it depends on the how what's the na- the dynamics of the relationship so True. if it's a significant other or if it's a really close, intimate friend or family member with someone you value as that, you know, that, that, that close friend, your confidant or what have you. And I think it's women because we naturally read between the lines and we mm-hmm. see so much more in what that, that the thing that was said or the action that was demonstrated toward us. Do we see mm-hmm. the depth of it all? You know what I mean? And I think because we can see all of that and we yep. can feel all of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think a lot of times, especially men, 
you know, what's the first thing? What is the big deal? All I said was, all I did was, you know. Right, because, right, right. Because the way they think that they pretty much felt like, okay, I just said it. It, it, it doesn't need to be analyzed. But it's like we can just see every angle, everything. Yeah. In it. And I think that's why it, it, it goes to our core. And then I think we also, we have the wisdom of knowing that certain things that are said and done, you know, yeah, I can forgive you, you know, hopefully with prayer <laughs> and all yeah. that. So hopefully I can't let it go and forget it. But you change mm-hmm. the dynamic of the relationship and you can't go back. See, that's the yeah. part. That's the thing that people, a lot of people don't get. You mm-hmm. have to be very, very careful in how you treat people. You have yes. to be very careful in how you handle people's hearts and feelings. Because yeah. you mm-hmm. will change your dynamic, and unbeknownst to you, because you done gone on and carefree, and like you like said what you said and did what you did, and you're fine, and you, I'm done with it. But you changed something, and you can't go back. Yeah. So it's just like yep. the illustration. I know everybody has heard it, but it's so true. You know, mm-hmm. little boy hammering nails in the fence. Mother tells mm-hmm. him, why are you putting all these nails in the fence? Pull them out. And then she says, well, look how you ruined the fence. And he's like, well, what's the big deal? I took the nails out. But the holes are still there. Right. And then, you know, they're there. And you can paint and do whatever you want to do, but you still want to see the scar or that imprint of the nail that was once Yeah. There. And you've yeah. changed the whole facing of that fence. So, yeah. and I think that's what makes it harder for women. And another thing, I'm sorry, I had wanted to um, no, go say ahead. before the caller had called in, and you had to mm-hmm. um, allow her to come on. But a lot of people, and I think, this is such a good topic for what you're doing for the year, for the year of talking about love and, and what mm-hmm. is love. And I love the fact mm-hmm. that you reference scripture as far as, you know, mm-hmm. how God views it. Because mm-hmm. people, so many people don't know really what love is. And so yeah. many people don't really know how to love. Yeah. You know, if you grew up, growed up in a home and, and all you saw was abuse, well, in your mind, you kind of have an idea. Well, that's love. I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, and then everybody, you know, has a different opinion of love if you don't go to the right source. So, I, you know, as a Christian, I believe that the right source for me is the Bible, so that teaches me love. But mm-hmm. what about people who don't have a particular source to go to? Their belief system exactly. may be different, or or whatever, and they don't they have no one to teach them that. So I think exactly. that's such a, a, a big problem, too. Yeah. And, again, again, social media <laughs> and the media, and we're bombarded with, and just, we're bombarded with hate. We're bombarded yep. with, you know, we see relationships, but they're sneaky, they're backstabbed, stabbing and conniving, but yes. you're under the umbrella of friendship or yep. husband and wife. That's not love. You know, no. it's, mm-hmm. so, it's, like, it's just a lie. And people yeah. are believing that and they're thinking that's what it is. And it's just a, it's a lie and it's, it's sad. You know, it's, it's, it's sad times that we're living in. But the good thing is there's a lot of people out there that know how to love. And if we could just love on some yes. the energy out there, then you know, we need to be on our job. We need to be on our job. Mm-hmm. So we can't embrace the whole world. But I believe right. in sending, you know, prayers out there. Um, yeah. You know, just putting love out into the universe and the atmosphere is all vibration. So I think if we if, if we be on our job, then maybe you yeah. know we'll see some some differences there or the media things like that. So I just wanted to add that. Well, no, that's a very good point because we are the light. You know, mm-hmm. all of us, every human being has light. We all are like, cause that's where we came from. You know, now whether mm-hmm. or not you choose to acknowledge your light is another thing. We choose mm-hmm. to acknowledge our life. We choose to embrace the the gifts that we have been giving so that we can enhance and empower other people and shed the light on, into their darkness and help them to come up and be empowered um, and, and to be enlightened because every single person has the potential, but you have to want it. And no matter if, you know, there are people out here who say they're ready and, you know, you, you go in and you're, you're trying to shed the light and bring them out. But guess what? They're not ready. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't ready. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with allowing people to be where they are. But if you are ready, oh, my goodness, it is just uh, once, yeah. once you rise up out of that darkness, you, you won't mm-hmm. want to go back. 
You just won't. Yeah. You're going to want to practice these things. And you know what? Here's the beauty of it. Everything that we just talked about that we're talking about is right there in the Bible. You know, right there in yeah. 1 Corinthians 13, chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. Just go there and start with that. Go over each yeah. verse. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. And if you're finding yourself being envious, if you find yourself being unkind, if you find yourself being boastful and proud and you're dishonoring others and, and you know, you're easily angered and you're, you're always constantly throwing somebody's mistakes in their face and all of these things, then you're not being loving. Yeah. You're not being loving. And then you wonder why, mm-hmm. we're, you know, you're getting the same relationships over and over again. Well, there you go. Yeah. You get back yeah. what you give out, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get back yep. what you give out. Um, and here's a, here's something, ladies. So how can we – now, here's, this is a deep one. This is one of those ones where I call a bam moment, you know, bam or a ha-ha moment. How can <laughs> we truly love God when we don't love ourselves? You can't. You can't. You can't do it. I got you can't. No. Can't do it. Impossible. No. No. And and here's the Mm -hmm. thing, and I'm not saying I mean we're you know, yes, we're spiritual beings living a human experience, not human beings living a spiritual experience. Yes, we are spiritual beings, however, we are human as well. And where you have spirit, on the opposite of that we have ego. Right? Right. So when we feed ego you know, we're feeding all of those things. <laughs> now, ego's not all bad. But mm-hmm. when we feed ego, we're not feeding spirit. And when we feed exactly. ego, we find ourselves easing, you know, what? Ego is E-G-O, easing God out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's also a key and a trigger. So if you're not being loving, and you know when you're not, but then you turn around and you say, oh, I love the Lord. I love God. I just, And then, you know, no, you can't do both. You can't be in this place where you're depressed and you have anxiety and you're mean and you're angry all the time and you're just disappointed and this and that and the other and say that you love God or anybody else. So that's why we're doing these shows so that we can bring that to light and help, you know, to recognize so that you can turn it around. Mm-hmm. Start to, you know, uh, bring yourself up out of that and um, practice, you know, trying to forgive yourself, even for those things. Exactly. That is so true. So, Sylvia? Yes, ma'am. My darling. <laughs> <laughs> There's the, one of the ones on here on the list. It says, "It always love always protects, trust, trust, hope, perseveres." Um, and love does do that. And you know, when we can, we feel love when we're when we're protected. We feel when we're protected, we feel like we're loved, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love is always trusting, and love always perseveres. So I'm just going to throw that one out there. Yeah, I'm going to throw that one out. Because, you know, none of us are perfect, but we're learning. Mm -hmm. We're striving. I'm definitely a process of progress in the making because at 60 years old, I'm telling you, um, I've trusted so many people in my life, and I've um, learned that they were not trustworthy at all. However, there Mm -hmm. again, I have to go back to God in prayer because we all fall short. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning mm-hmm. to let my guard down a little bit and try to trust. But my thing is, um, in trying to trust, I can't expect them to to be the same way that I want them to be. Yeah. So I have to let right. them be mm-hmm. themselves. So that's when I have to leave them in the hands of the Lord because I can't do anything. So I think that's one of the reasons that we fail um, with trusting is because we expect them to be the way we want them to. Or to be trustworthy as we in their definition of trustworthy. And I do think love conquers all. I'm a hopeless romantic and I do believe that God loves us beyond we could ever imagine what we could ever imagine. So in the long run, everything there the only thing there is is love actually. Right. Right. I could be wrong. But I always I'm telling you but I tell you one thing, it's hard for me to love my enemies, but I'm learning. 
Yeah, we all are. Yeah. Sometimes I would take them to the, to the Bible and put them in, in the in that whale belly. What is that? And um, you know, I, I've done some things, but I'm learning not to do it again. <laughs> but that's, I, I, and I'm that's keeping short. it real. Yeah, right. And that's that's real talk right there because we all are. I mean, you know, this is a work in progress. It mm-hmm. is. Definitely. And I also think that, you know, mm-hmm. like for me over the past couple of years, like you can also, I've learned that you can you can love people from a distance, but you don't have to include them in your personal circle. Right. They don't have to be in your exactly. intimate, you know, circle, but you can mm-hmm. love them for a distance, love them from a distance um, mm-hmm. and not have, um, you, you know, you don't have, they don't have to be around you all the time. Yeah. But love them from a distance, and the one love thing that, um, yes, you can definitely, and I and I have learned to do that. Love people from, mm-hmm. I love you, but I just need to love you from a distance. You know, mm-hmm. I can still love yeah, on you when I see you, um, but I just need to love you from over there for a little while. You know, yeah, um, and and that's okay. And I've learned yeah. even with like family members that. You know, killing them with love and killing them with kindness is probably the best thing when someone mm-hmm. is trying to be envious of you. Because um, mm-hmm. the people that hurt us most are the people that are close to us. Yeah. Um, you know, and it can be a brother, sister, aunt, uncle, whomever, mm-hmm. mom, dad, whomever. But the people mm-hmm. that hurt us the most are the people normally that are the closest to us. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have to learn how to deal with that. And I have learned over the last um, couple of years that um, with family, I have to learn them. I have to love them differently. I have to, mm-hmm. when they come around, I'm not going to be nasty to you because you're nasty to me. But I'm mm-hmm. going to love on you. I'm going. I'm mm-hmm. going to treat you differently, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it may not happen that particular day where you know they change, but mm-hmm. your attitude is going to begin to change. You're going yes. to begin to change because you're yeah. not going to see that I'm going to meet you where you are, and that's being ugly. I'm going to love exactly. on you, and the more I love on you, you can't. You, what are you going to do with that? Um, yeah. You can fight it. But eventually, you're going to have to come around some way, somehow, you know. So I just have, I I have learned to, like, do that with family, and it has worked for me because I said if I didn't do that with family, with certain family members that I have, I would be, I would let that thing fester. I Mm -hmm. would begin to be um, moody and angry, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. not who I am. That's not right. somebody that I want to be walking around all the time. When you walk in the room, oh, here they come again, or you know, right. or I, I, I'm thinking negative thoughts. My yes. my thing is, you always have to. I always say to anybody that comes in my personal space, you, I have to have something. You have to bring something special in my personal space. Like you have to radiate love. You have to bring positivity into like my personal space. Um, I'm like that with my home. I'm like that with um, school, like at my in my office. You know, like anywhere that I go, my intimate friends, I want them to be able to, you know, come with some positivity, not always coming with negative thoughts and negative yeah. ways, you know, because exactly. negativity breeds negativity. I don't want right. to be around negative people. So, yeah. um, and, and I have learned to just kind of, sometimes you got to let folk go. Like friends, yeah, yeah, um, and and just other people, other acquaintance, and some people are just you got to know that some people are just in your life for a season, but yep. you know when somebody is just not bringing positive energy into your circle, you gotta let them go. You just yep. you know just love them from a distance. I, I love you, and from it's over okay there. to let people go. Yeah, it's okay mm-hmm. to let them go. Yep, you know mm-hmm. it's better for you because what's important is that you're happy. And how you're feeling right. and how you're vibrating, you know, and it's okay to let people go. It's okay to allow people to be where they are. That doesn't mean you got to be there, but it's okay. And, you know, Tanya and, and um, Sylvia and Angel, I just shared this um, poem. This is um, one of my favorite poems, and I shared it with someone this morning. Just today, actually, they were going through feeling a little blue, feeling a little down. And I'm always posting things, you know, my Instagram page, um and Facebook page and stuff like that. But right, I just want to share this real quick because, 
you know, you guys just brought up a very valid point on how we need to behave ourselves and not allow other people to change the way we act. Um, This is by Mother Teresa. And she says, people are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. For you see, in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Wow. Awesome. That right there, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. 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 And that says yeah. it all. And that brings us back. And I have this posted on my, you know, in my workspace because I have to be reminded of that. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not between. It's never between you and another person ever, ever. It's always, always, always about us. Mm-hmm. Because you, right underneath of God, is you. You can't pull somebody else in, you know, where you are. You have to work on you and do the the self, the work that it takes so that you can be the light, so that you can be happy, so that you can be joyful, so that you can have peace. It's all on you. You can't look outside of yourself to anybody else to help to give you those things. You've got to give it to yourself. It's up to you. We have to stop expecting other people to make us happy and to make us joy. No. Mm-hmm. That comes from within. And you know what? Yeah. yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, it takes work. Trust and believe. It takes. It doesn't happen overnight. But guess mm-hmm. what? If you want those things, the, this is how you got to go about getting it. It takes work. Exactly. Just like if you go to, you want to build your muscles and your biceps and your triceps. I say it all the time. You go to the gym to work out to what? To build your out, your outer exterior, right? To get in shape. Well, that's what we have to do with our mind. Our mind is a muscle. We've got to renew it. We've got to recondition it. And I guarantee you, if you put the work in, you will find yourself so changed. You will find that now, instead of seeing stuff through a negative eye and putting out the negative vibrations, now you're starting to draw that love to you. It's going to come like that. But you got to put yeah. the work in. That's yeah. true. Yep. Yep. you got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. So, Angel, do you have anything you want to add to that? No, you summed that up. <laughs> Beautifully. I think we talked about one of the sh- one of the shows um, that I was on, and we were talking about. Um, it just reminded me of what you said as far as like just exercising that mind and, and renewing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's negativity or neg- negative thoughts come to us without us even realizing. It's like breathing. Yep. You don't yep. realize you're breathing, so you have some trouble breathing. Then you're like, you're so aware of breathing, right? And mm-hmm. that's how negative thoughts are. It's, 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 yep. it's just, you know, you speak negative things, and you don't even realize it. But you really have to be mindful and concentrate to say something positive. You know, and mm-hmm. it is, and, 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 and you have to learn how to counteract that negative thought as soon as it it, it comes in. So I know yeah. I am a work in progress with that. I mean, I yeah. have gotten a whole lot better, but I still have a yes, long way to go with that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you're so right, and it, it is. It's, it's you have to be so aware. As soon as you say, "Oh man, I can't," or "I don't never," have, you're like, "Oh no, 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 I am." And then whatever your affirmation is, or whatever exactly thing that that negative thought. So you do. You have to be so mindful of it. Yeah. But once you're aware, mm-hmm. once you're mm-hmm. aware, though. Then you, you, you stop it in its tracks and you get quicker and quicker and quicker at it. I'm yeah, and be sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. And you know, it takes that um it goes back to that seventeen second rule. Um, you know, 
I, I heard that um, it takes like 17 seconds for a thought to activate itself. So you have 17 seconds from the time of conception of a thought that comes into your mind that's negative. So now it's like, okay, you know, the thought starts to come in because they're going to come in. So now once yeah. you start to recognize that you have 17 seconds, right, to turn that thought around. So as soon as that negative thought comes in, it's like, uh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, mm, no, you, no, you got to go. I got to stop right here and start to think mm-hmm. of something that makes you happy to turn that to stop it in its tracks. And that takes practice, too. Yeah, so, that. Mm-hmm. yeah, that takes practice, too. So, ladies, you know what? Time has gone so fast. I told you, I told you this was going to fly. <laughs> it always oh, wow. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah, but we're going to have to come back because we didn't get through all of the points and everything. Um and but we're going to have to revisit this because, like I said, all year long we're going to be talking about self-love, loving self. We're going to be talking about forgiveness and all of the things to help people to even just recognize. Because um, sometimes subconsciously we just don't realize where we are until it's too late, you know. And that depression mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. set in like just like that. We want to empower people and give them truth about themselves and let them know that they are just they're powerful beings, they're spiritual beings, and we want to just. You know, mm-hmm. just talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and, and you know, share in our workshops and, and stuff like that so that people can, you know, live a more peaceful and joyful life. So, ladies, um, I want to thank you so much for sharing with us today and being oh, with us. Welcome. I really appreciate you so much. <laughs> um, oh, and if you'll, if you'll just hold on one second, um, we're down to that part of the show where um, – I will leave you with this. So hold on a second. Hello? Okay. So I will leave you with this. I want to share with you an an excerpt uh, from my book, Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink, from the chapter entitled "Hmm, Love. How about that? Love opens up the entire universe just for you. It is the catalyst to manifesting your heart's desires. When you are in a state of love, you can really do no wrong. Your vibration is and you will get back what you give out. When you have love in your heart for mankind and you are releasing an even larger vibration and the rewards will be even greater. Love and hate cannot occupy the same space. I want to say that again. Love and hate cannot occupy the same space. Either you are loving or you are not. The universe always knows because of the energy and the vibes that you are emitting. If you ever wonder why bad things continue to happen to you and it seems like they just keep coming over and over and over again, it's possible that you are not in a loving state and the first place you should be looking at is yourself. Am I being loving towards myself? Am I forgiving myself for having self-doubt, unbelief, for feeling unworthy and less than, for believing in lack, which have led me to depression and angst? One of my all-time favorite poems that you've heard me read before fits this occasion perfectly. Our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that concludes our show for this evening. 
And I want to thank, um, well, first, before I thank my guest again, I want to shout out my family and my friends who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you to Angel Kangalee, Sylvia Bailey, and Tanya Holland for taking the time to share um a big part of your journey and your wisdom with us. We are eternally grateful for you because we know that knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration and leave a message to let us know that you stopped by and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 and follow us on Twitter at least L-Y-S-E-101. March is Colon Cancer Awareness Month, and we will be back next Monday, March 21st, with our guest, Dr. Ethan Dubin, who specializes in GI procedures, so you won't want to miss that. Your mission, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation Seek God and learn how to love yourself first, because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Well, then let